Hello, it's Sumo Manichi with Amy and Dave, and it's day eight. It's Nakabi. It's the middle Sunday, whatever you like to call it. Another day of sumo. <laughs> we like to call it a good time, and we're here to bring it to you. We are. The sumo is taking place in Nagoya, Japan, this time around, where it was 32 degrees today, a bit hotter. That's uh, 90 degrees Fahrenheit. But the big news. Yeah, I know. People are always asking me, what will the humidity do? 53%. It's dropped. It's good. It's a, a much more comfortable humidity level. Uh, pre precipitation was at 10%, which again, we don't know what this stat means. <laughs> was it raining 10% of the day? we could or... look it up in between, but we don't. No, nah, absolutely no need. It's more of a good old fashioned hot now. Like exactly 32 right. is pretty hot still. Yeah, but you're coming off these just relentless days. You haven't had a cool change in weeks. And it is cloudy. It's not sun yeah, exactly. from the look of it. The wind is 11 kilometres per hour, which... Yeah. Gusty breeze. Little, little bit of freshness <laughs> there. Jurio, we were doing our live commentary again, it being the middle Sunday of the Basho. Thanks to everyone who joined us uh, in chat. It's it's like hanging out with friends watching the sumo. It really is. We've got a great bunch of people who come in and uh, chat and listen to us uh, go on about the sumo. And it's, it's really, really lovely to have you guys there. So thank you. If you're interested to check it out, we're actually doing it next Saturday instead of Sunday um, because we're not able to make it for the, the final day. We'll do the podcast, don't worry, but uh, we got a little bit of music to play. We well, do. I say we, it's your um, gig. Yeah, I've got a little bit of music to play. So the big news today in Jurio was that Abi lost his first bout mm. of the Basho and his first bout of his return since suspension. He went 21 straight wins before before Kaishaw knocked him off today. Yeah, he's got a dirty black mark yeah, now in his Sumo DB file. All white circles so far for Abi in his return. Kaishaw punished Abi's move to the side out of the touchy eye today. Yeah, he's just seeing everything uh, real large, Kaishaw, at the moment. And he saw Abi jump and he thought, I can do something about this. Um, and he was stable enough and, and forward moving enough to put him away to punish that movement. A very, very big scalp for him in his Jurio debut. So with that win for Kayshaw and that loss for Abi, they both moved to seven wins and one loss to share the lead. But there was another match that had some bearing on this leader pack because Yutakiyama also won today. He beat Itaka Kento comprehensively and this win moves him to seven and one as well. So there are three Rikishi uh, on 7-1 at the moment, of course, Abi, Kaisho and Yu Takiyama. There was uh, some chat, uh, some talk in the chat while we were uh, commentating today as to who people thought were going to win. And it seemed fairly evenly split between Yutakiyama and Abi. Of course, Mitoriu also in the race. Um, but yeah, everyone's sleeping on Kaisho. I think so. I mean, it's his Jurio debut. I mean, going against Abi and Yutakiyama... <laughs> Maybe not. Well, he beat Abby. He beat him today. Well, One yeah, down. Okay, I know what you mean. And you're <laughs> right, technically. <laughs> Other winners today were Daishoho Nishikifuji, Daishomaru, Bushozan, Azamaru, Takigenji. Mitoru did win, so he is still sniffing around. Wakamata Haru, Kyokutaisei, and Shohozan got his second. Great stuff. <laughs> the leaderboard is, as you said, Abi, Kaisho, and Yutakiyama. 
So let's jump into Makuchi. Let's do it. It's me, isn't it? It is you. I'm going to go straight for it then. <laughs> it's Jurio uh, Visitor Aqua up against Tokashoryu. And at the touchy eye, they went body to body. Tokashoryu got the left hand inside, but Aqua had the same. Tokashoryu drove forward. And as he does, as he did, Aqua went for the slap down. He stepped inside. And for once today, we saw this fail a couple of times in Jurio, this pull down attempt, slap down attempt. It worked. And Aqua was able to stay in as Tokashoryu went down. Aqua handed Tokashoryu some of his own medicine today, didn't he? He did. You see Tokashoryu win like this, but today it was Aqua, backwards movement, very controlled. Yep. And a nice slap down. Totally. So Aqua returns to Jurio tomorrow with a five and three record. I would say that he, maybe we can talk about him in the Jurio race as well. Oh, okay. Couple off the pace. Couple off the pace. I'm interested. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, Tokashoryu with that loss is three and five. The next bout of the day was Chiyomaru and Tsurugisho, two equals in terms of size and weight. It was a measured touchy eye and it's we saw Chiyomaru thrusting high. He worked Tsurugisho back to the bales, but in the blink of an eye, Tsurugisho brought Chiyomaru in close and twisted him down. A thrust to the dirt. Tsukiyatoshi win for Tsurugisho. Battle of the hearts for me. I always think that Tsurugisho is way bigger, but it just really shows you how big Chiyomaru is, doesn't it? The left stra- shoulder strapping I noticed on Tsurugisho yeah. is new. Yeah, that was brand new for me. Yeah, and maybe his arm hanging a little bit worryingly, but there was no signs of it. He didn't have to use it today really um, in this movement. <laughs> so that was a good plan. And Tsurugisho, he moves to five and three. He's going all right at Magashira 15. Chiyomaru, he is three and five. It wasn't great to see him lose like this, but um, I did enjoy the Tsurugisho win. Yeah. <laughs> Ishira and Ura up next, the two absolute buffest guys in sumo. There is muscles all over the place with these two. <laughs> Ishira at the touchy eye. So Ura started way back again and did his... What are we going to call it? Well, the Ura the, Yeah, the Ura Stand there with I your like arms it. outstretched. Um, it says it says what it is on the box. Uh, is that what it's saying? It's, uh, says it says what it does on does the box. Does what it says on the box. Does what it says on the box. Yeah. Okay. Glad I got that right. In the end, Ishira, he kept Ura off him with slaps as Ura started to move forward from that touch eye position. But Ura, he managed to get in and it was an arm hold at this point. They locked up a little bit. Ishira, he wound his right hand up and absolutely clocked Ura across the face. And it sort of <laughs> moved Ishira, moved Ura to the side a little bit. And Ishira was able to take the opportunity to drive him back powerfully against the chest and shove Ura across the Tawara and awkwardly off the doyo. He fell pretty badly uh, again. Yeah, he's, he just has that uh, innate sense to keep himself up. Yeah. When the when the bout's well and truly Yeah, he over. just won't let himself no. roll down. That's no. right. Which but leads to him falling off the dough really badly. I know. Well, I mean, he he looked okay after this one. Mm. That slap from Ishiura really opened this one up, it? Wasn't, it? I, I quite liked it. I thought it was a good move. And it didn't really – I said it moved Ura somewhere. It didn't really, but it did sort of seem to stun him almost just, for a second. It just reset his clock and suddenly Ishiura yep. was on top of him. I don't know. When when should we talk about Ura? 
<laughs> well, you can talk about it. Well, I feel we're seeing the same thing from him every day and it's bringing very mixed results. Yeah. He's uh, four and four now after eight days. Before this bout, you commented that you thought he might try to pull a move here. We I haven't seen he much from him in the way of those uh, special moves, mm. I suppose you could call it, his, his ultimates. But, uh, <laughs> Especially because he was against someone smaller like Ishira here, maybe he would try and get hoik him up on the shoulders yeah. or something, but he, he didn't really try. He's not it. even putting himself mm. in that position. And watching him come up from Jurio each day, we'd say, just look after yourself, settle your sumo down. Now that I'm seeing him in Makuchi and he has settled his sumo down, I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's come back to bite you. Yeah, it has a bit. I mean, not to take it away from Ishiura, he really didn't give Ura many options here. No. Um, and Ura still went in low. I mean, that is his ploy, but he's not doing that much with it mm, at the moment, I guess. He's not. Ishiura, though, five and three after that win. Ura, as I said before, four and four. Tochinoshin up against Daimami. Uh, there was a mutter after Daimami didn't put his hands down. But again, this looked fine to me. I know. Let it go. Let them do sumo. When they did get going, though, it was an electric touchy eye from both Rikishi. They were quick out of the blocks and they went straight on the belt and reversed positions. Daimami was the aggressor and he drove Tochinoshin backwards. Tochinoshin, he got his feet under him and they locked up on the belt here. There was a little bit of back and forth uh, ensued before Tochinoshin heaved on the belt and dumped Daimami to the ground. A quite brilliant Shitatenage win for Tochinoshin. Yeah, the underarm throw. And again, like you said last night, Tochinoshin, he just doesn't give up. Mm. And it was really obvious in this bout, even though Daimami got that belt hold at the start, Tochinoshin just went for it and, and such a good move, executed very well at the end. It's a much needed win for Tochinoshin. I'm officially naming it an right. NMW. Well, w. Um, I, I'm going to agree with you there. Great. I think every win is that for him right he's now. three and five. Daimami, he is not fighting badly, but he's not finding the wins either. He's two and six. Kaisei up against Ichiyamamoto. What can uh, what can he do here? We've been enjoying his sumo. There was a slow touchy eye. Ichiyamamoto matched Kaisei's pace a little bit here and he held him up by the neck. He tried to pull, but it didn't work. Ichiyamamoto circled around and tried to encourage Kaisei to plunge past him. He tried to pull him again. Kaisei stayed up again, but Ichiyamamoto jumped around here to his left, circled Kaisei with his arms from the side, held him up with an arm and then shoved him over the Tawara with a well-placed push on his large body. Ichiyamamoto just continues to impress. Great movement. Yeah, great movement. He's so mobile during his bout, but so balanced as well. And he just handled Kaisei with ease today. He's almost got the feeling of a, a big slash small guy. Like I, he's actually a big guy. Well, well I mean, look up his height yeah. maybe. I would call him a big guy from my thoughts about him. But mm. sometimes he can do that faster Small guy sumo, at, but with the big guy moves. Do you yeah, know I, I, mean? I know exactly what you mean because the way it well. no, 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 the way he moves around the doyo, you would not think he is. As I wait for sumo DB mm. to load, comes and goes sumo DB goes. at the moment. Anyway, we, we don't we don't need it. We've got a feeling he's as big. does our internet. Uh, his height is four oh four file or directory not found. <laughs> <laughs> I love that height. It's yeah, such a well. good one. 
Uh, yeah, well, he's six and two, so let's talk about his form instead. It's it's uh, great. It's great. It's fantastic. Don't need Sumo DB to uh, tell you that. We know that. Ichi Yamamoto, six and two after that win. Kaisei, three and five. Gianna Orr stepped up on the doyo next against Konowaka, and I'm calling this one. This was a classic bout. Yeah. They, this one seesawed back and forth as both Kodnawaka and Chiona Orr fought for belt supremacy. They found themselves on the bales and they both threw each other at the same time. They crashed down. The Gyoji gave it to Kodnawaka, a monoe was called. It was, and they, they watched the replay on the many televisions. Uh, and they reversed the decision, actually. It was fairly clear that Chiona Orr, well, it was pretty close. But it was clear that, sorry, Kodnawaka's arm had gone down first. It so. was a very quick monoe, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was quick. Yeah, it was Yeah, very, they must very have quick. seen the angle they wanted straight away. Yeah. Uh, didn't need the other ones. And it was a win for Chiona Oh. I think this one really holds up to what we've been saying about Chiona Oh. His sumo is, is okay. He's pretty good. And this, but yeah, he hasn't been going. getting the wins. No, keep very going. Very good. Very good. Pretty Thank good. You. I miss pretty good in I, the I, middle, I, middle I, there. I think pretty good's selling him a bit short. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. How about that? Okay, I'm happy yes. with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, he, he gets this win over the inform Kodnawaka. Well, the inform Kodnawaka, exactly. That's only his second loss. Yeah, yeah. So big, big move for Chiona Or today. He moves to three and five, Kodnawaka six and two. Tamawashi up against Chiona Kuni. And Chiena Cooney was able to step Tamawashi back at the touchyard with well-aimed thrusts. Tamawashi then circled to his right while holding Chiena Cooney in place with a firm hand pushing down on his head, enabling him to find a fresh angle for his own attack, which took Chiena Cooney out. I thought this was a cool move, the hand on the head. Yeah, it was good. I mean, talk about a rikishi who is in form, Tamawashi. Yeah. There was one particular push that really opened this up here Tamashi, it was like he was biding his time, waiting for the right moment. And when he hit Chinakuni on the chest, it was all over. Yeah, Chinakuni, he's a pusher thruster and Tamashi can take that. He, he knows can. what to do with it and he dispatched with it today, even though Chinakuni uh, has, a, has a good score so far. He does. Chinakuni, five and three with that loss. Tamashi moves to six and two. Kagiyaki and Shimano Umi were up next, and this was a fascinating battle. Kagiyaki seemed to be on top early. He got his arms under Shimano Umi and he kept himself balanced, which is exactly where Kagiyaki wants to be. He worked Shimano Umi back to the bales, but Shimano Umi, he's such a good defender. He knows what to do in this situation, and he carefully gave ground before counterattacking and moving Kagiyaki back to the middle where they locked up. Shimano Umi, he established a left hand belt grip here which he then used to move Kagiyaki back and over the bales. Great win. It was. I really enjoyed this bout. I guess if anyone can stop the robot arms of Kagiyaki, it's someone like Shimano Umi, at least. It was a great bout for him today. He, My favourite bit actually was when he grabbed Kagiyaki's wrist and just was keeping, just was applying pressure to the wrist, keeping it away from his body. I thought that was really clever to let him find his own angles because Shimano Umi is all about the angles, right, whether in attack or defense. Well, he, he blurs the line between attack and defense That's sometimes. Call, Shimano yeah. Umi. Or I think when he does blur that line, he looks better. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. And he did that today. He really took it to Kagiyaki and he moves to five and three. It's a good score for him at Magashira nine. Kagiyaki is four and four. And we had the beleaguered Miyogiryu up next against Teretsuyoshi. At the Tachiya, Teretsuyoshi did what he 
He sometimes does. He jumps to his right. It was a bit of a meet and move. Miyogiryu followed him. He tried to envelop Teretsuyoshi's head and I guess he was trying to drive him down at this point, which is a good plan because Teretsuyoshi's always really low. But his form just isn't working for him. His timing is off. So uh, Teretsuyoshi was able to just come in hard and drive Miyogiryu back and out with his head against his chest. Oh, this is heartbreaking. Mm. I, I thought Miyogiryu wasn't in a bad position here. Yeah, I thought that it, it was a good idea to try. It wasn't bad. <laughs> but the timing. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think you're exactly right. The timing, it's just nowhere near him at the moment. He has no relationship with timing. This was the first day where I thought he looked really disappointed. Mm. Like he's always pretty stoic in the wind. You don't see a lot of uh, emotion from me or Gideon, whether he wins. Oh, sorry, with the loss. With the loss, yeah. Yeah. You usually don't see the emotion and today he just <laughs> sort of he sort of deflated a bit, yeah. didn't he? The dark clouds. Went a bit, channeled a bit of floppy, short oh. eye. <laughs> no good. Oh, it's it's not great to see. He's the, on the road to Kachikoshi. Let's look at the positives. For new listeners, let me explain that because uh, we don't always do that. It's because we love being positive here, <laughs> Sumo Manichi, we're always looking for the upside. So when you get to seven losses, you're not one loss away from Makakoshi. Or a losing record. Or a losing record. You're... Uh, Seven wins away, in this, well, in this case, seven wins away from a Kachikoshi. Yeah, and we just imagine them sort of uh, walking along this road trying to get their, uh, their Kachikoshi. Well, it's a long road that Miyogiru yes. is going to need to walk. <laughs> He's one and seven, Teretsuyoshi three and five. Onosho up next against Hinumi. There was a Mata for some reason called as Onosho came forward and hit hidden me in the throat, but they pulled this one up. I thought it was a shame, this mutter. I, yeah. I would have loved to see Onosho carry on from that Norua. I thought it was a really good start for him. Let me give you the good news. Because when they go again, Onosho does exactly the <laughs> okay, same right. thing. He uh, goes Hidnumi high. He's thrusting and attacking at Hidnumi's throat. Onosho tried to get on the belt here, but Hidnumi's hips... They moved so fast. He <laughs> stayed out of reach. Onosho nearly fell forward as Hidnumi went low, but Onosho kept his feet, which is good to see. Onosho was still on the attack as Hidnumi landed a right-hand belt grip, but Onosho drove Hidnumi back to the bales. But as he came in for the kill, Hidnumi, he watched him come in, waited, and he swung Onosho down to the ground. A Kotenage win for Hidnumi. Hello, darkness. Onosho, not only did he get the loss, but he was left with a sore left arm. He was shaking it out. He landed right on it. Yeah, not finding, not finding anything, despite that good start. It was a good start, I thought. And, you know, when he kept his feet, I mean, that's normally the situation where he falls over. Mm. Exactly that situation. And I thought, maybe he's going to stay in this. He did not. Hidnumi's surprisingly fast when he wants to Yeah, be. look, you speak about the hips. Oh. With Ryudan out... There's no avenue for people who are fans of hip movement okay. in sumo. Okay. There are a few who give a little wiggles here and there, but uh, Hidnumi, could he be the next hips don't lie? Well, I think we, we need to back this. We need to get behind it. Let's keep an eye on Hidnumi's hips over the next few days and see if he's up to the task. Great. <laughs> he's four and four and hopefully we'll use that anatomy to get himself some more wins over the next few days. Onosho, he's two and six. Takara Fuji. This guy against Kirabiyama. 
What a basho he's having. Up and down. Kiribayama. <laughs> he, came, <laughs> he came straight in with the Norua and he applied it with force. There was a big slap. Takara Fuji again demonstrated this defence. He gets away from the reaching arms of Kiribayama. He was able to get in close. This is by far Takara Fuji's preferred position. And suddenly he was on the belt. He waited to get his breath back a little bit maybe, but then he gave Kiribayama time to think about his possible defeat and then he was on the attack even though Kiribayama had a belt grip too. Takarafuji didn't let him move to the side or break anything or have any forward movement of his own and Kiribayama was out. This was pure class by Takarafuji. I I loved loved this. I mean, the the way he contained Kiribayama's opening attacks was very, very impressive. Yeah. Loved it. I mean, just so hot and cold, Tucker. Oh, I know, but I'm starting to feel something here. Yeah, he's coming back. He's coming back. I thought this was like a uh, this lit the torch for Tucker Fuji fans around the globe, and he said, "I'm back." He felt the warmth of his son's arms around his neck as they came in for the hug to congratulate. It's not just the, it's not just the physical contact. There's eye contact too. Yeah, the boys are looking their dad straight in the eye tonight and said, "Well done, Dad." He said, "Good night, sons." I love you. And they said, I love you, dad. Now go to bed. You're up too late. (laughs) So he's five and three. Kiribayama, I mean, he's doing 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 great. great. And he did well here, but (laughs) uh, he's uh, five and three as well. Okonomi up next against Chiyoshoma. Chiyoshoma looked good again out of the touchy eye. He moved in quickly to Okonomi and just went through the attacks of Chiyoshoma. They both got on the belt. Okonomi repositioned his right hand, lifted Chiyoshoma off balance, and then hauled him down to the ground. This was a brilliant Uwatenage win for Okonomi. It was so good. He looked surprised by Chiyoshoma's sudden move onto the belt at the touch It's not something he always goes for, but what a massive Uwatenage win for him. He's uh, he's seeing, seeing the ball arch and... Uh, Doing well. He's five and three, and he uh, overcame Chiyoshoma today, who's four and four. Aoyama up against Hoshoryu. What a matchup. And Hoshoryu, he was not deterred in any way, shape, or form. He came forward powerfully, and he took Aoyama straight to the edge. But Aoyama, he's been in this business a long, <laughs> long time. He's seen this before. And today, as Hoshoryu lowered his head and body and charged forward for the final push, he's ready, he stepped aside, and he cartwheeled Hoshoryu down to the ground, oopsie-daisy. This was an amazing effort from Aoyama. (laughs) And I think you're so right. This is the book smarts of Hoshoryu versus the street smarts of Aoyama. You're right. He's just been in this situation so many times. Yeah. He's like, oh, great, I get to pull. Yeah. It's my time. Hoshoryu, he looked very annoyed. Oh, devastated, didn't he? Yeah. He he really did drop his head and charge a bit like a, a wounded bull here. That's the same yeah, you, you identified this at the time so accurately. He overcommitted on that last attack. Yeah. You're right. He dropped the head, took his eyes off Aoyama. And Aoyama was perhaps more balanced than Hoshoryu thought. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Aoyama is often very balanced. I mean, so, there's a lot of surface area to go around yeah. on the feet. So, yeah, he's just uh, just could move aside. But again, a, a moment for Hoshoryu when he goes, okay, I can see what went wrong there. Perhaps next time I keep my eyes a little bit up. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I lead with the shoulder maybe right, so I can see rather than or, – or I don't fully commit. I don't yeah, know. or maybe he was in too much of a hurry to finish this one off. Oh, yeah. And he just needed to take his time a little bit. It's so hard, Sumo, isn't it? Sometimes oh. we're yelling for them to hurry up and finish it off and yep. sometimes you you got to wait. <laughs> anyway, that's what we love about it. Aoyama, he picks up his fourth win. He's four and four and Hoshoryu five and three. Takanosho was up next against Chiataryu, and we saw Chiataryu going for the belt out of the touchy eye, but Takanosho moved himself in close, and he made sure that Chiataryu had no room to work with. Takanosho dropped his head here, and he went at Chiataryu, and was able to move Chiataryu back. Chiataryu, as he was going back, he was again going for the belt, but Takanosho, he was determined, his head was low, but he was still balanced and he drove Chiataru back over the bales. Four in a row for Takanosho now. So started off with four losses and now four wins. Gee. Uh, he's feeling it. This might have been a bit of a skill diff here. And and Chiataru, he ended up on the belt, which wasn't his way of doing things. But Takanosho better. Yeah, but then when he went for it again. Yeah. It's like, He really was no, reaching out. I mean, don't. I think... Maybe because he was so close, it's the only option there at that point. True. To to try and do something with the what belt. Did you, I mean, what did you think of Takanosho's head down through most of this? I think he often puts his head down and, and maybe it is it is something for him to look at. But It worked. For him, it seems to work more than your average Hoshori. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, an interesting contrast you make mm, there. It is. Because the head down, I guess, isn't always bad if you look at this situation. Nope. There was an amount of control, I think, with Takanosho moving forward, a, a good awareness of where he was and where his balance was and his centre of gravity. Here. I would never call his sumo wild. I would always call it quite controlled, which yeah. maybe is a difference there. Yeah, good point. Takanosho with that win is four and four, Chiataru two and six. Wakataka Kage, Komasubi, he comes up against Ichinojo, who really has found some good wins uh, in this Nagoya Basho. There's Ichinojo's usual gentle mutter. <laughs> Somebody tell us what your this ideas is, of uh, why he does I've, this. What's going on here? Yeah, he just uh, he bumped into Wakataka Kage here. There was no there was no push. It was is just, it just that very he very gentle. He needs a bit more time or I don't know. Honestly, what yeah, do people think about know. this? Yeah. It's uh, it's fascinating. At the Tachi Eye, they go this time, Wakataka Kage, he jumped to his left. And Ichinojo turned to face him and as he started to come forward, Wakataka Kage had jumped too far. He was too far away from Ichinojo and in trying to get back, he slipped with his left foot. I think it was a legit slip, but it was because he was so far away and on such a weird angle. And he basically fell with uh, Ichinojo, of course, helping him down. Um, but I feel like all of this stemmed from the meet and move. He's Wakataka Kage. Why doesn't he come forward? Well... I actually think it was Ichi Nojo's quick response. Yep. Watching the replay, you saw how quickly he picked up yeah, the right. lateral movement yeah, yeah. and turned to face him. And as you said, Wakataka Kage went a bit too far and his feet weren't under him when he landed. Yeah, this was, this was just quick thinking sumo from Ichi Nojo today. But the question remains, Wakataka Kage is talented enough to come forward at the touch eye. Yeah, that's the yeah, preferred way of doing it. And is he doubting his? Oh, do you know what sword? I think? I wonder how much Ichinojo is intimidating his opponent. Here. Oh yeah, well, Could be. you know, he's a big boy. He's at Maegashira too. He's getting some wins. He's looking good. And the way that he's been winning is by coming straight forward and getting on the, on belt. the belt. Yeah. So I guess what he was trying to do there was escape that grip. Mm. Yeah. 
Didn't well, work. Didn't work, and not today, because <laughs> Ichinojo won that one. Hataki Komi slapped down. Ichinojo five and three. Wakataka Kage three and five. Daesho up against Meisei. And you, while we're watching this, said a very insightful comment. It's like we're watching the same person fight. Yeah, Meisei, I'm not sure anymore. I think I haven't quite caught up with this, but I think they're... Styles of sumo have branched a little bit now, but when they were first sort of coming into Makuchi together, I, I, I don't know exactly the timings, I felt like they did a very su- similar style. Well, I thought what we saw today was a very, very similar style. Yeah. So I thought that was a very, very insightful comment. Uh, very similar styles meeting and you know, in some cases, cancelling each other out. But it was Daesho who dished out the attacks early on. Meisei ducked and weaved, but every time Daesho responded well to Meisei's movement. Daesho eventually built some momentum here and it moved Meisei back. But Meisei calmly waited for the incoming attack, stepped aside and slapped Daesho down. I guess that that's what I mean by that branching now. I, yeah. I feel like Meisei had a, a few more things to try. Yeah. Daishoho, uh, Daishoho, Daisho really stayed on that Tsupati attack and may say, yeah, just tried a few other things yeah. and got himself. He's so quick too. Oh, absolutely. He's so fast, may say. Well, he was today. Uh, maybe not in some of his losses, but he just pirouettes and, and moves around so quickly. We, we do see this with the the streaky pusher thrusters like Daisho that, that sometimes their sumo can look a little one-dimensional. And, and as you said, Meisei has these other things he can, he can fall back on, he can try during a bout, but Daisho has one thing and one thing only. Mm-hmm. And at 1-7 at Maegashira 1, it feels like it might be time to go back to the drawing board. Yeah, you either have to do it really, really well, like Takakesho, yeah. <laughs> or, um, or have yeah. a few goes at something else. Uh, he's on the road to Kachikoshi. He's 1-7 and seven, Daisho at Maegashira 1. Yeah. But Komasubi Meisei... A big win for him today. He would have been very keen to pick this one up and he's four and four. Well, the battle uh, that we were talking a lot about in our Jurio commentary, our live Jurio commentary, if you didn't hear us say it before, you can join us next, usually on Sundays, but next Saturday. Um, the battle of the uh, half Japanese, half Filipino Sekiwakes, Mitakumi and Takiyasu. I thought this was a very strategic tachiai. They were both really sussing each other out. Takiyasu came in with the left left shoulder, but then there was a real arm battle for holds and belts and they were moving around each other. Mitakiyumi had Takiyasu's left arm locked up after this. He was uh, grasping Takiyasu for the front of Mitakiyumi's belt, but he couldn't quite find it. Takiyasu, though, kept his hips angled away from Mitakiyumi's left arm that he was grasping with. He's got it locked up under his arm. They stayed like this for a while before they jostled for position. Suddenly, Takayasu landed the left hand hold on the front of the belt of Mitakiyumi and he was able to use it to take Mitakiyumi back a little at a time, step by step, getting him perilously close to the Tawara. And then suddenly, just like that, he was out. Yeah, this was a fascinating bout to watch, wasn't it? It was, actually. Um, it was interesting seeing Mitakiyumi... You could tell that he really respected Takiyasu's belt game. Really, that lockup is not a situation Mitakumi wants to be in, but it did keep Takiyasu off the belt for for quite an amount of time. Yeah, I guess that's why I called it strategic because they were really conscious of each other's ploys and plans. 
uh, and movements. And yeah. so it felt like they were really responding to each other's, uh, yeah. Yeah, their strengths and where they yeah. might be able to find an opening. So yeah. I, I thought it was a very cerebral bout that we saw yeah. here, but fantastic to see Takiyasu win this. He's now beaten Mitakumi in their last seven meetings and takes their head-to-head to 19 and 6. Wow. So Takiyasu really knows what he's doing against Mitakumi. Takiyasu is four wins, two losses, two days off. Mitakumi is five and three. Ozeki Shorai up against Hokuto Fuji. Hokuto Fuji was fast out of the touchy eye. He slammed into the waiting Shorai. Shorai dropped his shoulder so he had something to run into. Should I just grabbed Hokuto Fuji by the upper body and swung him to the ground? <laughs> you honestly never know what Shorai's oh. going to do. He was reaching for the belt. He didn't get it and he decided to go for the throw anyway. Skunaga, the beltless arm throw, didn't even need the belt. It was a very, very clean win. When he swung Hokuto Fuji down, he left Hokuto Fuji sitting on the edge of the doyo. Like the whole thing was mm. just like a picture perfect um, example of sumo. <laughs> Oh, I mean, he's a puzzle, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, and Hokuto Fuji... wrapped in an enigma. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And I mean, and quite rightly at Ozeki, he should be able to handle this quality of attack from Hokuto Fuji, which I felt was a little lacking today. It was a bit, um, as we were saying before, a bit head down. Mm. Uh, his head wasn't down as far as it sometimes can be, but it was a bit charge in, wasn't it? Yeah. So Hokuto Fuji, he's four and four and Shodai takes... Uh, takes his quarter four and four as well. That was probably another definition definition of a much needed win. Absolutely. We're up to Terada Fuji again. Everybody waiting for his bouts every day to see whether the great man will fall. And today <laughs> we were really extra waiting for it because it was up against uh, Tobizaru. Well, I mean, we won't go into it now, but obviously. We're now 24 hours since we saw the Tobizaru <laughs> performance against uh, Hakuho. I know there's been a lot of talk online about it and, you know, I, I think I'd like to go on record to say, Tobizaru, I feel you. Mm. He was intimidated by the greatest of all time. Yep. He made some bad decisions. but Also, yep. <laughs> also, yep. But let's move, let's move forward. Sure. Sure. And he, Tobizaru, he did move forward yeah. <laughs> to the Shikiri-san. <laughs> yeah. Which was a, already a good sign. Lovely to see. Yeah, yeah. When I saw him squat down there, I was like, thank goodness. It's going to be a little bit less awkward than last yeah, night. Yeah. So uh, he met Terunofuji head on. It was great to see. Just a little jump to the left at the touchy eye. Fair enough. That's his usual stuff. He's, he's playing by the Tobizaru playbook here. He's jumping around. He's slapping at Terunofuji's head. There was a lot of arm back and forth. And it was much better to see. I thought Tobizaru put up a good fight here. He was trying to put Terunofuji off in his usual way. He was trying to turn him around, make Terunofuji turn. He made Terunofuji jump backwards, jump forwards to uh, combat his movement. And he was actually able to last quite a while before Terunofuji was able to patiently. He was very patient, wasn't he? He waited until Tobizaru was far enough away. He backed off a little bit as he is prone to do and on an angle to slap down. Yeah. And look, Terunofuji was at no point in this uh, bout threatened, mm. but Tobizaru put up a decent fight. It and was that's, fine. And that's all we wanted from yesterday. And I think he could have gone out and done that against Hakuho. <laughs> I think so too. That's that's yeah. the most baffling reason. Like yeah. he should have just given it a go. But as we've said, he was uh, nervous. He was very, very <laughs> nervous. So Terunofuji, that's his Kachikoshi. Yes. He's eight and zero. 
Toby Zaru with that loss is three and five. And that brings us to the final bout of day eight. Nakabi, the middle day of the uh, Nagoya Basho. Yokozuna Hakuho up against Maigashira for Kotoeko. Kotoeko, this is his first time coming up against a Yokozuna. Great. And even a Sanyaku, how often has he fought up? Well, I had a little bit of a look through his record. It was only two days ago. Over the last two days, he's fought and lost to two Ozeki, but that's the first time he's fought Sanyaku Rikishi. Good on him. And today, he didn't do too badly against Hako, <laughs> I've got to say. Uh, Hakuho went straight for the belt out of the touchy eye, but Kotoeko reacted well when it landed. He moved to his side and he tried to make himself difficult to pin down. Hakuho, he stayed with him. Got to say, the knee is holding up really well. He's moving so well, Hakuho, at the moment. When Kotoeko tried to reposition his arms to try to get inside the Hakuho belt grip, Hakuho pounce drove Kotoeko across the doyo and out. But I wouldn't say this was a bad performance by Kotoeko no, at all. No, no, he, he gave it his best and he had to try that Makakai, the grip flip, because he was in yeah. a difficult position being held up by Hakuho with the belt. And so he gave it a shot. He tried to move it around. Sometimes it su- succeeds, not often against Hakuho, <laughs> and it didn't. Uh, as they both fell off the doyo, they also totally took out the uh, shimpan on the... Usually west, but it's I, east side. I don't like laughing at this stuff. No, no. But I really laughed at this. It was a bit funny. Because the shim pun was on the ground going, ah! <laughs> like holding his, his like face. shoulder. <laughs> Somebody's uh, hit me. I don't know. I, I mean, Huckahol's just like pulls him up. Yeah, you're right, mate. <laughs> and then Kotoeko blocked his uh, helper from coming in and helping him up as well. No, like, not on purpose. No, he's fine. He's, he's fine. It's pretty funny. Kotoeko, he's two and six. There was absolutely no shame in that loss. Hakuho is eight and zero. So that takes Terunofuji and Hakuho to their kachikoshis. Very important. Um, on day eight, that means they're eight zero. And because Kotoeko, uh, sorry, because Konowaka, lost today. Um, they are two out in front. So on six wins, two off the pace, we have uh, Tamawashi, Kodnowaka and Ichiyamamoto down at Magashiro wow. 17. Well, I mean, interesting in terms of this Yusho race, it's very hard to see uh, Hakuho or Terunofuji dropping two bouts at this stage. Are we setting up to the perfect day 15 showdown? Yes, is the answer. And especially Great. when we look at, at matchups from day nine. So Hakuho takes on Chiyotaryu. Oh, Chiyotaryu. Yep. I, I was like, have I heard this yeah, correctly? Like, I don't think I've seen them what rank fight is, before. Oh, yeah, Magashiro 4. Um, it's in the joy. Wow. Sumo DB is still down, so I can't tell you their record. Oh, I can. Can you? No, I can't because I'm not <laughs> on the right day. <laughs> uh, and Terunofuji takes on Okunumi, which I think... Terunofuji will need to be careful with. I can. It's 9-0 now. It's oh, is it? Hakuho Chiyotaryu? Yeah, 9-0. Okay. Uh, Terunofuji Okonomi, yep. Yeah. 12-3 is their record. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I, at this middle point of the of the Basho, it's hard to see things going any different than Terunofuji and Hakuho on yeah. day 15 uh, fighting each other for the Yusho. It really is. There are a couple of other great ones here. Wakataka Kage Hoshoryu. Oh, that will be good. That'll be great. And also Tobizaru Ichinojo. I'm looking forward Gosh. to that. Okay. Well, some really baffling bouts and some things to think <laughs> about overnight while we wait. 
with bated breath for day nine of the Nagoya Basho. Thank you so much for joining us uh, tonight on Sumo Manichi or today if you're listening to it during the day. We'll be back here with all the sumo action. See you then. See you guys. Yeah.